Welcome to the radio broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Reverend Randale Kane Jr. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Please sit back and enjoy this message already in progress. Now, beloved, uh, I love hearing the choir sing. Can we give God another hand clap of praise? God is, God is growing us. God is filling us. God is giving us new talent and new, new voices. I, 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 I love to sing myself too, but I don't fancy myself to be a singer. So I'm not a singing pastor, so to speak. And so when I sing, it may be more of a joyful noise um, that you may hear. And that may be generous sometimes. But beloved, sometimes keeping it ever so real, a song can express everything that you're trying to say that you may have a tough time getting out. Amen. Does anybody kind of just have their song and say, that's my song? Because it said exactly what you wanted to say. You see, beloved, when you dare to live in this world as a child of the most high God, as a daughter of God, as a son of God, then you are going to face some difficulty in this world. Amen. This world was made by God for the short side of glory while a new heaven and a new earth await us on the other side of glory. Thank you, God. But until you get to the other side of glory, to your final place of rest, to the new heaven, to the new earth, you must still live, you must still talk, and you must still walk. Amen. Beloved, as a daughter of God, as a son of God, how are you supposed to live? How are you supposed to talk? And how are you supposed to to walk. Donnie McClurkin saying, I'm walking in authority, living life without apology. It's not wrong, dear. I belong here. <laughs> so you might as well get used to me. Beloved, as a daughter of God, as a son of God, you're supposed to live in authority. And beloved, you're supposed to talk in authority. And beloved, you're supposed to walk in authority, God-given authority. In this last leg of our journey with Nehemiah, we find a man who was just a cupbearer, who became a revolutionary leader because he lived in authority, because he, he talked in authority, because he walked in authority, God-given authority. Beloved, the title of today's message is Rebuilding the Walls, Part 3, Walking. In authority. Beloved, when you get a promotion on your job, it is not unusual for you to get a change in title. When I was a lay person in the church, I was Brother Cain. When I answered the call of ministry from God and got licensed, I became Minister Cain. When I got ordained, I became Reverend Cain. When I was voted in and installed as the sixth pastor of a great and growing Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, I became Pastor Cain. And on May 13th, Lord willing, upon getting hooded at Duke Divinity School, I will have earned the right to be called the Reverend Dr. King. Now, beloved, no matter the title that I had or have, because I was, I am, and I expect to always be a child of God, a son of God, I've tried my best to walk in my authority, my God-given authority. Now, beloved, an authoritative title can connote certain powers on an individual, but there are limitations. Amen. You see, beloved, authoritative power related to a title can only get you so far because people are people and relationships 
matter. So beloved, no matter your title, your true power and your true authority will come on the basis of how you treat other people and how other people treat you because of how you treat other people. Amen. Has anybody found that to be true? Now, beloved, when I use the word authority, many of you have come to understand that for me, it's a loaded word. For from my perspective, authority has three components. The first component is availability. You have got to consistently show up. Otherwise, you may have a title, but no true authority. The second component is accountability. As much as you may want to take credit for what goes right, you've also got to be willing to stand in position when things go wrong. Otherwise, you may have a title, but no true authority. The third component is responsibility. You have got to be able to do something worthwhile when you show up. Otherwise, you may have a title, but no true authority. Beloved, Nehemiah had authority because Nehemiah walked in authority, beginning with the revelation found in Nehemiah 5 and 14. Moreover, from the time that I was appointed to be their governor, given the title, in the land of Judah, from the 20th year even until the 2 and 30th year of Artaxerxes the king, that is 12 years. Beloved, for 12 years, Nehemiah showed up and Nehemiah did what he was supposed to do in leading the Jewish people in the land of Judah. In terms of walking in his authority, he was available. He was available. Beloved, when it comes to being church, and do note that I did not say coming to church. I did not say doing church. When it comes to being church, you are supposed to show up for the church because you are church. If you do not show up, then you are not available and you cannot walk in authority. One of the things that goes along with walking in authority as a Christian is that it is supposed to be how you live your whole life. You see, if you fail to be available consistently in church, then you're probably inconsistently available in other areas of your life too. You don't show up the right way all the time in your health. You don't show up all the ways the right way in your wealth. You don't show up the right way all the time in your relationships. Therefore, the titles that you may have in your realms of existence may be empty titles because you do not walk in your authority. Amen. It's getting quiet. Nehemiah walked in his authority because not only did he show up, but he also led by example. As Nehemiah 5, 14 and 15 continued, I and my brethren have not eaten the bread of the governor, but the former governors that have been before me were chargeable unto the people and had taken of them bread and wine, besides 40 shekels of silver. Yea, even their servants bear rule over the people, but so did not I. Beloved, Nehemiah knew that others had taken advantage of the people, like their oppressors had taken advantage of the people. And Nehemiah knew that he had to lead in a different way for the restoration of the land and the restoration of his people. Beloved, how much of your leadership style is simply a recitation of ineffective leadership that you know very well? How much of your child rearing is a repeat of the wounds inflicted on you during your upbringing? How much of your marriage is a replay of the hell that went on behind the closed doors of your house when mommy and daddy wasn't getting along and so you and your marriage keep getting tripped up? 
by simply doing what mama and daddy did. How many of you cannot seem to find Mr. Right or Miss Right because you keep approaching everyone who you meet as your last bad relationship mistake? Beloved, is it time to do something different? Is it time to walk in authority? Is it time to rebuild your walls? If it is time for you to do something different in how you live your life, then you have to focus on walking in authority with an eye towards accountability. You see, beloved, Nehemiah did not lead like others led because he was trying to be different. No, he wasn't just trying to be different. No, the reason why Nehemiah led differently is explained in the end of the verse of Nehemiah 5.15. Because of the fear of God. He wasn't afraid of the people. He was afraid of God and the consequences according to God. Some people operate in their lives, sometimes even in the church, as if they don't really believe God is real at all. Because if they did, they couldn't say some of the things they say, and they couldn't do some of the things that they do. Nehemiah knew that he was a steward over everything that he had in his life, and he was ultimately accountable to God, not man. Beloved, if you want to rebuild your wall, then you must walk in your God-given authority by knowing that you are ultimately accountable to God. Not man, for Colossians 3, 23 and 24 tells us, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord, and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. When you show up, are you showing up for people or are you showing up for God? Beloved, Nehemiah expected for God to bless his faithfulness as he rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. Beloved, you should expect for God to bless your faithfulness as you rebuild your walls, walls in your health, walls in your wealth, and walls in your relationships. Amen. Beloved, you should expect for God to rebuild the walls. And beloved, in leading the third part of walking in your God-given authority cannot and should not be neglected. Responsibility. Beloved, when you start doing something, how do you approach it? Do you plan before you start? And when you start, do you put your plan in action? And when you start doing, do you continue at it faithfully? Hear me right. Persevering through the good and the bad. The comforting and the challenging the victories, and the defeats. If you're going to be a responsible person, a person desiring to walk in their God-given authority, somebody who others can rely upon to do things and to do them well, then you're going to have to have the ability to persevere. Everything that God shows you that you're to do is not going to come easy. Think about Joseph. God gave him a dream of the people bowing down to him. He didn't know he was going to go into the pit. He didn't know that he was going to go into prison. All stepping stones before he would go to the palace. And the whole time he was learning how to trust in God. Beloved, Nehemiah persevered in a responsible fashion as Nehemiah 5 and 16 reveals. Yea, also I continue in the work of this wall. Neither bought we in a land, and all my servants were gathered thither unto the work. Nehemiah did the job that he was called by God to do. Beloved, what has God called you to do? Are you doing it? Did you start well? Have you continued well? Do you plan on finishing well? 
Beloved, do you plan on walking in your God-given authority or not? You see, beloved, as the saying goes, success begets success. But what is left out is that success often comes at a price. You have to be willing to put something in to get something out. If you want to be successful in your health, then you have to do what it takes to have and to maintain good health. Amen. If you want to be successful in your wealth, then you've got to do what it takes to get and to maintain good wealth. Amen. And if you want to have good relationships, success in your relationships, then you have to do what it takes to have and to maintain good relationships. Amen. Beloved, the success that you seek depends on how responsible you're willing to be with what you already have. Some of us are asking God for more, but we ain't doing very much with what we already got. You see, beloved, Nehemiah was very responsible and his authority was broadened as revealed in Nehemiah 5 and 17. Moreover, there were at my table 150 of the Jews and rulers, besides those that came unto us from among the heathen that are about us. Beloved, who was following you and why? And beloved, where are you leading them and why? And beloved, what do you expect to happen to them and you and why? You see, beloved, when you are walking in your authority, God-given authority, you will find that people will want to follow you. And how you lead them is incredibly important. Christians are called to be servant leaders, and Nehemiah, while not being a Christian because the Christ had not come, was a servant leader for Nehemiah 5.18 tells us, Now that which was prepared for me daily was one ox and six choice sheep. Also fowls were prepared for me. And once in ten days, store of all sorts of wine. Yet for all this required not I the bread of the governor. Because the bondage was heavy upon this people. Nehemiah did not want to strain and drain the people because he did not see himself as being different from the people. He might have preached from a pulpit, but he saw himself as sitting in the pews. They were Jews and he was a Jew. The walls of their city had been broken and the gates of their city had been burned. Their holy city, Jerusalem, was also Nehemiah's holy city, Jerusalem. They were all in it together. And Nehemiah knew that they were all in it together. So who was he to take more for himself when others had so little? What poor leaders we have when they lead in intentional ignorance. Not seeing the pain of their people. Not seeing the hurt of their people. Now seeing the needs of their people, blinding themselves to the bad, the ill, and the discomfort of the people while seeking out the good, the best, and the comfort for themselves. Nehemiah led differently, and Nehemiah could speak his truth to God based on how he had walked in his authority as he expressed to God in Nehemiah 5 and 19, Think upon me, my God, for good according to all that I have done for this people. Nehemiah walked in his God-given authority and expected for God to bless him for walking in his God-given authority. And then Nehemiah asked God for some things. Beloved, if you walk in your God-given authority, then you can expect for God to bless you for walking in your God-given authority. And then, beloved, you can ask God for some things. Beloved, have you, in walking in your God-given authority, 
serving as God would have you to serve, being able to boldly, confidently, and courageously ask God for some things. Nehemiah did, and you should. Beloved, Nehemiah was leading and guiding, flowing and growing, building and rebuilding. And at the same time, at the very same time, his opponents, his adversaries, his antagonists, his haters were trying to distract and misguide, trying to halt and stop, and trying to tear down and discourage. Beloved, as we preached about last Sunday, you often know who your enemies are. And many times, your enemies will be the same enemies, the same opponents, the same devils, even if they show up with some new tricks. For while Nehemiah was walking in his God-given authority, Nehemiah 6 and 1 explains, now it came to pass when Sanballat and Tobiah and Geshem the Arabian and the rest of our enemies heard that I had builded the wall and that there was no breach left therein, though at the time I had not set up doors upon the gates, that Sanballat and Geshem sent unto me, saying, Come, let us meet together in some one of the villages in the plain of Olam. But they, they thought, thought to do me mischief. Beloved, try to get help. And somebody's going to have something to say about that. Beloved, try to get your money right. And somebody's going to have something to say about that. Beloved, try to get your marriage on track. And somebody's going to have something to say about that. With whatever it is you try to do, the devil cannot help you. But the devil is the devil. As God shared in Job 2 and 2, and the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Beloved, the devil don't want you to get healthy. Beloved, the devil don't want you to get wealthy. And beloved, the devil don't want you to have good relationships. So the devil and the devil's demons are constantly going to and fro in the earth, walking up and down in it, trying to knock you off your game. Beloved, are you going to let the devil and the devil's demons knock you off your game? I want to know, who am I preaching to? Are you going to let the devil and the devil's demons knock you off your game? Well, beloved, you say no. Because y'all good church folk, I expect for y'all to say no. But beloved, you will unless you do something that is incredibly important. Focus. Focus. Beloved, I want you to receive this acrostic, basically a word that has words in it, regarding the word focus. Hear me right. Some of y'all who got a pen and paper, you might want to write this down. Focus. Faith over circumstances unleashes success. Faith over circumstances unleashes success. Now, if y'all missed that, y'all going back on Facebook Live and y'all play that part again. You see, beloved, Nehemiah was focused on the job that God had given Nehemiah to do, and Nehemiah was going to do his job because he was focused. You see, beloved, when his enemies came at him, when the devil came at him, when the devil's demons came at him, Nehemiah stayed focused. 
and responded in Nehemiah 6 and 3, and I sent messages unto them saying, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down to you and your level. Why should the work cease whilst I leave it and come down to you? Beloved, all of us have schedules of activities and responsibilities that we have to meet on a daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly basis. Amen. Where in all that you do is your focus on what God has called you to do. Who it got quiet. Beloved, with your schedules, where does the work of God fit? Who is quiet in here? Does the work of God fit? Who is quiet in here? Do you have time to do the work that God has called you to do? Who is quiet in here? When was the last time that you said no to one of your worldly activities and responsibilities to say yes to what God has called you to do in the church as evidence of your walk as a Christian? Who is quiet in here? Or said another way, when was the last time that you said no to something related to the church? Because you were ever so eager to say yes to something in the world. Who is quiet in here? Nehemiah was focused and Nehemiah said no. And the devil and the devil's demons kept coming at him in Nehemiah 6 and 4. Yet they sent unto me four times after this sort. And I answered them after the same manner because I was focused. Beloved, how many times does the devil and the devil's demons have to call you for you to answer the call of the devil and the devil's demons to lose your focus and faith in answering the call of God? Four times like Nehemiah? Three times? Two times? One time? Keeping it ever so real, have you even started to dedicate yourself to answering the call of God at all? Or does the devil and the devil's demons have you on lockdown, such as you just walk, but you never walk in your God-given authority, and therefore your walls stay broken and your gates continue burning? You see, beloved, the devil and the devil's demons are not going to stop coming at you. And they did not stop coming at Nehemiah. As Nehemiah 6 and 5 explains, Then sent Sanblat his servant unto me in like manner the fifth time, with an open letter in his hand. Sanblat came at Nehemiah with fables, lies, and gossip, implying that Nehemiah and the Jews wanted to rebel and make Nehemiah their king. And then Sanblat offered to help Nehemiah in this situation, there was actually no situation at all. Beloved, when you walk in your God-given authority, God will make you wise and discerning so that you will not fall prey to the fables, lies, and gossip that the devil and the devil's demons will try to use to confuse you, to snare you, and to trap you. Nehemiah was focused. And Nehemiah could see through what they were saying and what they were doing. And then Nehemiah did what he knew was always best to do. He prayed. He prayed in Nehemiah 6 and 9, Now therefore, O God, strengthen my hands. Sometimes that temptation is real sweet. But you got to know the difference between a temptation 
and an opportunity. Now, beloved, when some people cannot come right at you, they will then try to employ other people to come at you. Y'all ever found that to happen? Somebody just want to have a little talk with you. Hey, hey, can I, can I talk to you about a little something? Well, you see, they, they, them folks over here saying this and that. Now, it ain't, it ain't me, but I just want to tell you about what's going on. You see, Nehemiah's supposed friends tried to get him to hide in the temple because of a death threat. But because Nehemiah was walking close to God, you got to walk close to God. And because he stayed focused on what God had called him to do, you need to stay focused on what God has called you to do. He discerned that something was wrong. As he revealed in Nehemiah 6 and 13, therefore was he hired, my friend, that I should be afraid and do so and sin with my friend. And that they might have matter for an evil report because of my friend. That they might reproach me, me and my friend. Beloved, you should thank God when you face obstacles, opposition and antagonists in your life. When you are walking in your God-given authority. You should thank God because every time they come against you and God gives you the victory because God will give you the victory. Then another test in your life has become another testimony for you to share about the goodness and the greatness of God. Amen. And in your testimony, you will be able to tell and retell, call and recall, proclaim and prophesy the truth about those who came against you to give you a test that will become a testimony as Nehemiah shared in Nehemiah 6 and 14. My God, Think thou upon Tobiah and Sanballat according to their works, and on the prophetess Noadiah and the rest of the prophets that would have put me in fear. It is in times like these that we as Christians sing, Ride on, King Jesus. No man can hinder me. I said, Ride on, King Jesus, ride on. No man can hinder me. No man. Cannot hinder me. Sambalat had tried to hinder Nehemiah in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. It did not work because Nehemiah was walking in his God-given authority. Tobiah had tried to hinder Nehemiah in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. It did not work because Nehemiah was walking in his God-given authority. Geshem had tried to hinder Nehemiah in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. It did not work because Nehemiah was walking in his God-given authority. And because the devil will use anyone who will allow themselves to be used, men or women. Noadiah, the prophetess, had tried to hinder Nehemiah in rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. It did did not work because Nehemiah was walking in his God-given authority. Beloved, someone or something is going to try to hinder you in the rebuildings of the walls in your health, in the rebuilding of the walls in your wealth, and in the rebuilding of the walls in your relationships. Beloved, it will not work if you walk like Nehemiah. Walk in your God-given authority.
Thank you for tuning in to the Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church radio broadcast with Rev. Randale Kane Jr. It is our prayer that this message inspires you to further your walk with Christ. For more information about Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, go to our website, zmmbc.net, or call 336-725-7390. We live stream our services on our Facebook page. Just search for Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church page. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Dunleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Be blessed and continue to further your walk with Christ.